Okay, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. It's a very familiar, very conversant, I'm sure a lot of us are conversant with it, passage of scriptures that we all know. And um, it's, it's very, very important that we look at it. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And the Bible says, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds, fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over everything that uh, that's upon the earth, and over every creepy thing that creepeth upon the earth. Praise the Lord. May God bless his word. Amen. Now, um, I've read, I've preached from this scripture a couple of times, so many times, but um, the revelation in this scripture cannot be exhausted. Because the reason I know that you cannot really exhaust the revelation in the scripture is simply because of the complexities of that surrounds the life of man. You see, man is so complex. Humans are so complex. We are very, we are complex beings, very unpredictable beings. We are very, 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 you know, that's why even the mind, the mind is more powerful than any kind of engine you can ever think about. Because the mind is created by God, the one whose mind is greater than the world. So if God says, let us make man in our own image after likeness, in other words, the way the mind of God is complex, so should the mind of man be. The way the life of God is um, a mystery, the way the mind of God, the life of God is a mystery that no matter how much you try to know God, you try to understand God, you try to walk with God from time to time, you're still going to miss him. Yes, that shows that you are human and that shows that you are a person that shows that you are not God. No matter how closely you walk with God, from time to time you will miss God. From time to time you will assume that God spoke something to you, whereas it was not God that spoke it to you. From time to time you're going to get yourself into trouble. You're going to get yourself into certain things. You're just going to, you know, you know, you're just going to get yourself into into some dimension sometimes that you might even struggle to come out from. Because that is how God deals with us. Our lives is complex. Our lives are complex and, 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 and very mysterious. That for you to get to understand life and understand man. You have to go back to the manual. And the manual is in the hand of God. The way to deal with a man is by getting the manual of that man. And that manual is in the hand of God. That is why the Bible says the king's heart is in the hands of the Lord and he turned it at will which means my heart you want to know my heart you want to control my heart you want to read me you want to understand me what you got to do you need to go to God who's got the power in his hands who's got authority to control me who knows exactly how to deal with me because sometimes we assume and we just walk with people not knowing how mysterious and complex it could be with human 
So sometimes we get into confusing state because we have not really gone to God to get the master plan and the original picture of man. And simply because of that, we will always get into loggerheads. We always have issues with man because man is complex. is a complex entity. The way God wired man is different from the way God wired animals. For animals, God created animals, but for man, God made man. That is different between creation and being made. Creation, God can say, let it be, let it be, let it be. But for man, God had to create, God had to form. The word form means that God had to carve. He had to carve. He had to take his time to carve you, to form you. He looks at himself and he makes sure that you look exactly like him. That's what happens. He looks at himself while he was making you. He makes sure that you look exactly like him. And that is the reason why you were not created. You were made. He said, let us make man in our image after likeness. As a matter of fact, God is a God that loves making. He just loves making. He said to Peter, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. The Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 12, but as many as receive him, through them he gave power to become God. God makes men, he commands men, he empowers men to become. So walking with God is a very, very, you know, is a very, very mysterious thing. And walking with men as well is a very, very serious thing that if you don't have the picture, you know, what? no matter, sometimes you can even have, you sometimes you can even have the manual, but from time to time, you're going to step on people's toes. From time to time, you're just going to do some things that would just piss people off, that would just offend people and all that. But you see, because we have the spirit of God that helps us to always correct the issues, we should know exactly how to correct things when they go wrong. So what did God do? How did he make it? He said in our own image after likeness and let them have dominion. Why did God say dominion? The word God is simply defined as G-O-D, God of dominion. So the first thing that God needed to give man was dominion. And the word dominion is gotten from the word king dominion king dominion king dom king's domain and king's dominion so the word dominion everything about God is surrounded with dominion he's a God of dominion he's a God of authority he's a God who speaks and everything turns he's a God who commands and nothing can oppose what he says so the first thing God decided to do for me when he made me was to give me dominion that he possesses in order for me to be able to control my environment in order for me to control the atmosphere in order for me to control situations in order for me to be in charge of, 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 of problems in order for me to be in charge of the kingdom of darkness so he gave me dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over all the 
cattle upon and everything that creepeth upon the earth, which means I have been given dominion, not because there is anything special about me, but simply because he made me in his image after his likeness. Do you know how? Do you know how tragic it would be that you look like God and but you don't have the dominion God has? So all devils are coming after you because you look like the God that threw them down from heaven, but you don't have the dominion that that God has. So what happened? The devil is going to mess you up. He's going to kill. He's going to wipe you out because now you look like your father that has got the authority. So anytime they see you, it reminds them of how God trashed them. So they are going to come towards you to deal with you. But because you've been given the dominion, then you put them in their place. Do you know how, do you know how, 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 do you know how painful, how tragic it could be that you look like this and you fought someone in, let's say you fought someone in, uh, let's say Pretoria town, maybe let's say Sunnyside, you fought with someone and maybe the person is an angry person and you know that, so you fought with the person and you cause a lot of problems. Then you leave. Then your twin sister, you know, you are strong. You go to the gym, you have power, you have ability, you know, you beat people and all that and all that. And you didn't tell your twin sister not to go to Sunnyside. And your twin sister happened to appear in Sunnyside said one day and they said that is her that is her that is her and they come after and she does not have the power that you have that is why when God makes me in his image after his likeness he had to give me the dominion that he has so that when the demons and the devil looks at me and I look like God and it reminds them of what God did to them and they came to me or they come to me I will be able to deal with them just like God dealt with them Because God should not make it to look like him without giving you his power. Eh. That's why Jesus said to his disciples, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. He said, don't step out of Jerusalem until power has been given you. Because the Jews are looking for you to kill you. The devils are looking for you to harm you. When I was with you, you were able to do things and they could not touch you. But now you look like me. They know you've been with me. If you leave this place without carrying the power that I'm supposed to give to you, they will wipe you out. So you should tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power. Power to deal with the powers of darkness. Power to bring the devil on his knees. Am I talking to somebody here? Ladies and gentlemen, don't look like God without carrying the power of God. Don't look like God without carrying the ability of God. Don't look like God without possessing the armor of God. That was why Paul says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Because now you profess that you are a Christian and hell targets you. You profess that you are a Christian. All of hell is looking for you. So you get to be completely, completely under because hell wants 
wants your help. The devil wants your dignity. The devil wants your integrity. The devil wants your name. The devil wants your life. So you're going to put on the whole armor of God so that as they look at you, they say, that's him, that's him, that's him. He's a child of God. He's born again. He's a Christian. He professes Jesus. Let's go after him and wipe him out. But when they come in like a floor, you lift up a standard and you decree and declare that no weapon formed against me prospers and every tongue that comes against me is condemned. You need the power of God if you look like God. And you know what the Bible says in, in Psalms 75? It says, I've said that you are gods. You are gods. All of you are the same. So if you are like gods and you don't have the power of God, you know what they will do to you? They'll finish you. That's what the Bible says. Having a form of godliness. Having a form. Having a form of godliness. But denying the power thereof. If you are a Christian. You must be a Christian with power. Don't have a form of godliness. But you don't have the power of godliness. But am I talking to somebody here? I was saying to someone. Do you know why? Do you know why pastors make mistakes sometimes? You know what pastors make mistakes sometimes? Pastors eh, can fall into several mistakes. You know why? Because the devil after us is not one. There are plenty. Yeah. That's why we pray all the time and tell God, help us, direct us. Because the devils after there are many. Do you know what it means? When you stand in the middle of the night, you are calling people's name, praying for them. You are commanding the devil that should have free access into their life, not have access. They stop going after and come after you. I've seen pastors that smokes. Not because they, they just... And I, I was asking, how do you... He said, I don't know. But I prayed for one man. I started smoking. After praying for the man, the man was struggling with a demon. So when, they, when he casted that, that demon, the demon entered him. The man began to smoke. So, so that man that was smoking, that the pastor casted that demon from, when the man saw pastor smoking, he started laughing at pastor castigating pastor, saying no man of evil, not knowing that it was his demon that the pastor carried. Chai. Amen. So, I'm telling you, that's why every pastor needs intercessors around him. Every pastor needs people to pray. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, hey, I'm telling you, hey, you know what I'm saying? You see, you see, every, the, you know, you know, the devil will, if he knows that, okay, you have, you have overcome certain moral issues, all right? If he knows you have overcome certain moral issues, he will look for small, small, other small, small things that he can amplify. You understand? He will look for many other small, small things. He will blow out of proportion. He will amplify it. And, and you know, and you, you're just wondering, really, you know? Because why? Because hell understands what our presence is doing to him. Yeah. I'm telling you, you know, yesterday I was I was in the night, I was just I was praying and I was and the Lord was laughing. God was literally laughing. He said, I told you. I told you. I said, Lord, what did you say? He said, I told you, hell is against you. Hey. When hell came after Elijah, Elijah ran. The guy, hey, the guy literally, God told him, where are you going? He said, I'm running. Jezebel is looking for me to kill me. 
He ran for his life. A man of fire ran for his life. So you must understand that the, the powers, the, 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 let me tell you. Eh? If I am your pastor, there is no way, there is no way, there's no way. There's no way the devil that fights you will be the same rank with the devil that fights me. It's not possible. Eh? It's not. It's not possible. It's not. It's not. Now, now, you see, I may, I may be shining. I may be, you know, smiling. I may be this. I may be that. I may be that. And you say, oh, but my own devil is bigger than your devil or that. No, it's about capacity. It's about capacity. Because a small devil can fight you and tear off your head. Tear your clothes. Small devil. But your capacity must be strong enough to deal with that. Because even the Bible says God does not allow a demon that is what that a problem that is bigger than us to overtake us. He will give you things according to your level. So all you got to do is to know that this one, I am bigger than it. Mm, I know. I know I'm bigger than every. God will never allow it to come if I am not bigger than it. As a matter of fact, every new level provokes a new devil. As a matter of fact, anytime you look around you, there is a battle. The battle is changing gear. Know that God is about to change gear in your life. Something is about to happen to you. Your life is about to take a 360 degree turnaround. Something is about to, am I talking to somebody? Amen. You're gonna, you're going to, whether you like it or if you want, pray from now till tomorrow. You will face, you will face things. Things will hit you. They will hit you and hit you big time. But all you got to do, you just got to, you know, keep praying, keep trusting the Lord, keep trusting the Lord, keep trust. Can I tell you, I've been, I've been, I've been in ministry for a long time. I've been in ministry for, for a long time. But I've never, I've never, you know, been shaking, alright, like the way I was shaking two weeks to my birthday. Yes, I've never, no, 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 no. See, and it's nothing, it's nothing serious, you know, it's nothing serious. It's not about the venue and, and you know, trying to get the place. I've never, because we, we, there was a quick notice and we had to look for some place and it, it was, you know, it's, but it was, because the hell is against you, man. <laughs> Amen. See, it's wanting to, it's wanting to know that, okay, oh, this is the power, this is the finger of darkness, and you know exactly how to deal with it. I give you two keys, now, now, okay, God gave us dominion over, and, and you see, when I, when you look at this, you know, I've read this Bible, this thing, over and over again, and every time I read it, I see new things about it. I, I'm telling you, when I look at this world, creeping things, do you know what it means for something to be creepy? Or creeping. The word creeping simply means what you don't even know suddenly crawls or creeps into your house. So the creeping thing that deals with the uh, you, uh, uh, what do you call anonymous things that creep suddenly into your house that you're not uh, oh yes now I know okay creeping things creeping things so anytime you pray make sure you pray against the creeping thing you know these fowls of the air you can see them the fish in the sea you can see them the birds of the air and you can but the creeping things are usually clandestine if your eyes are not open you will not see them they creep into your house they creep into 
into your mind. They creep into your family. They creep into the church. They creep into things. You know what I was? When they creep, you don't even know they have entered. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You can only know they've entered when they start manifesting. I command that every creeping thing that creeped, that has suddenly crept into our church, we burn you by fire. And we command you, get out in Jesus' mighty name. Kabaya. Creeping things. I've never seen this one. Creeping. They creep and enter. But in the name of Jesus Christ, we have commanded every creeping thing to be arrested tonight. Can I get an amen here? Every creeping thing tonight is arrested. Every creeping thing tonight is arrested. Every creeping thing tonight is arrested in the name of Jesus. So, so God, knowing that he's going to, he's sending man to represent him on earth, and he knows that all of hell will come against him, so God decided to give man dominion to protect him from being beaten by the devil. Because if you read, if you read um, uh, uh, Revelation chapter 12, the Bible says, Rejoice ye heaven, but woe to the inhabitants of the earth, because the devil is common to you, having great wrath, because he knows he's God but a short time. So when he came, he came with anger. Read Revelation chapter 12. The Bible says, when the dragon saw that he could not defeat the woman, he went after the seed of the woman. And we are those seed that the dragon is coming after. But God said, don't worry about it because I am empowering you and I'm giving you the grace to withstand every confrontation you will ever face. Ladies and gentlemen, whether you like it or not, we're in the warfare. We are all in the battlefield on earth. Jesus says, in this world you shall have tribulation. In this world you shall have trouble. But in me, he said, but I have overcome the world. Be of good cheer. Whether you like it or not, the battles are still gonna keep coming but our god is bigger than every devil we're gonna win every battle no battle swallows a child of god you cannot kill whom god has anointed to leave you cannot destroy what god has anointed to leave am i talking to somebody here don't sit down and start eating chicken yet because we are still in a warfare but for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal they are mighty through god to the pulling down of every stronghold and casting down imagination I know I'm in a battle but God has given me spiritual weapons to fight against all the spiritual forces of darkness that will rise up against me they come against me in one way but in seven ways they shall scatter am I talking to somebody here a thousand shall fall at my side ten thousand at the right hand side they shall not come nigh you only with your eyes you shall see the reward of the wicked and my prophecy to every child of God in here no devil will defeat you no devil will win you no devil will oppress you no devil will defeat you you are the child of a king your father is the king of kings and the lord of lords we tell the devil hush enough is enough shut up and get out I'm telling you I'm telling you, we're in a battlefield. And I tell you, one little carelessness can cause a lot of damage. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're in a battle. I'm telling you, let me tell you, let, let me tell you in case you don't know. This is how, this is, that's what the Bible says, hell has enlarged its mouth. This is how hell is waiting. Hell 
Israel is waiting for one loophole. That's why the Bible says, give no room to the devil. You give the devil a room, he takes over the house. So I, I understand the strategy of darkness. And I know, I know, they, they will do a lot of things. But because we have dominion. We have dominion. So when, 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 when you find yourself in the midst of this battle, what you got to do, you have to take your dominion. You see, dominion, watch this, dominion can be in you and yet you're not using it. It's like, it's like a policeman that has got a gun, a soldier that has got a gun, but he doesn't know the meaning of the gun that he possesses. So somebody can come, pa, 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 do a lot of things. And because he doesn't know that he's got a gun, he can't do nothing. They can do anything. You don't. So dominion can be there, but until you begin to use it, it will not profit you nothing. Hallelujah. One time, one time, um, God was saying to, to Moses, he said, why are you crying unto me? Speak to the river. You know, he said, what is in your hand? Why are you crying? Speak to the river. You know, you know why God was saying that? Because he had the dominion, but he didn't know how to use it. Yeah. So God said, don't. In fact, there was a time. One time Moses was praying to God. The Lord said, why are you talking to me? Do you know that most times when I pray, watch it. I get rebuked most times eh, by God. Sometimes when I'm praying, Lord, I want you to take The Lord rebukes me. He said, don't tell me that. Most times, like when I, when I, like when I, David says, when my soul is overwhelmed, lead me to a rock that's high. So sometimes when I get to that point and I'm telling Lord, please take this body away. Lord, take, the Lord rebukes me. He said, take it away yourself. Say, Lord, what do you mean? He said, I've taught you. Speak it to it. So I change my prayer point. Sometimes I'm telling you, when I'm praying, I make mistake and I go to that level. The Lord said, no, 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 no. This one, you talk to me when you want to praise me. But if you want anything done, use your mouth and when you say it, I, the Lord, will do it. Say, don't tell me. You have passed the level of telling me to come and do things. He told me. Say, you have passed the level. Command it, then I will move and I will do it. In fact, this morning I was praying in tongues for a few hours. While I was praying, the hours, then I went in. I began to talk to God. I said, Lord, please, can you? The Lord shut me up. Said, don't do that. Speak. Now the Lord will do it. Can I get an amen here? We are powerful. We, we are powerful. We are powerful people. We're powerful people, I'm telling you. We're powerful people. We are in control of things. We're in control of atmosphere. We're in control of, of, of everything if we know and take our position in God. Alright, let me begin to close because I have a long way to go. From here to Quatema, it's about, it's about one hour, twenty something minutes. Okay, now the Bible says, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air. Now, uh, let me say this one, then we pray. You know, there are two most important things about man, that man, two most important things that you need as a human. The first thing you need as a human is the air. The air is, but it doesn't matter how rich you are. If you don't have air, you are dead. It doesn't matter how powerful you are. It doesn't matter how beautiful you are. If you don't have air, you are dead. So when it deals with the fowls of the air, as soon as the air is contaminated, the air can become poison to you that you inhale it and you die. 
So when God said, take dominion over the fowls of the air, God is saying, I've given you dominion to control the airborne diseases, to control the powers that comes in the air, to control whatever will fly towards a direction in the air to destroy your life. I'm not only giving you the things that are in the air, I'm also giving you the gems that are power over the gems that are in the air. I'm giving you power over the gems that are flying everywhere. He said, I'll give you that dominion to control it. Am I talking to somebody here? Then the second thing that is very paramount is water. Somebody say water. Not food, water. Do you know you can go for 30 days without food but you cannot go without water? Yes, you can go for 30 days, you can go for 20 days without food but you can't go for 20 days without water. You die. You die. In fact, according to, according to medicine, you can't stay, I think, you can't stay for like two weeks or three weeks or thereabout without water because all your intestine gets like this and, and yes. So water is very important. He said, I give you power over the beds of the air and over the water, over everything that is in the water. If there's anything that is busy corrupting the water that you drink, if there's anything busy trying to destroy the water that you drink, he says, I have given you dominion over the fishes that are in the river. So you drink water, it will not kill you. You drink, that's what the Bible says, you shall take deadly things, you shall drink deadly things, what, what, but it shall not hurt you because you have been given dominion over every liquid substance. Praise the Lord. Somebody say, I have dominion because I'm a child of God. Say it one more time, I have dominion because I'm a child of God. Say it one more time, I have dominion because I am a child of God. Say it one more time. I got dominion. Because I am a child of God. Praise the Lord. I have dominion. My DNA is dominion. <laughs> and you know that even, when, even if you have dominion. Eh, sometimes you be pressed down. There's a songwriter that says Yes Lord, yes Lord. You know that song? He said, press down but not destroyed. Even Paul said it. You can be pressed down but you are not destroyed. Yeah, Paul says we have been tested on every side. He says we are pressed down but we are not destroyed. Praise the Lord. So even if you have dominion, you find yourself where you are even pressed down. But you know what? God will always make a way of escape. Ah, you know, when you know your Bible, you will know that no matter what, God will always make a way. Of, all you got to do, just be a sincere person. No? Be sincere. Be sincere. Let your heart be pure. Because God will always justify. If your heart is pure, God will always justify you. Yes. But if you have, if you have something as a mind, God will not. He will not. But if your heart is Pure. That's why the Bible says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And when it says see God, it's not talking about seeing God face to face. It means God will manifest in your matter. Because your heart is pure. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Our God is good. So we, we're going we're gonna to pray. Alright? Our prayer is one, Lord, if I look like you, I'm gonna, do you know you look like God? 
you are fair you look like god you are dark you look like god you are light you look like god you are dark you look like god that's why he is called the multifaceted god which means that god has different faces different colors so you look exactly like God. So what happens is what what you got to know is this that if you think okay no I'm short you look like God. You say no I'm tall you look in any form and format that you are you look just like God. So anytime the devil sees you it reminds him of God. If he sees you that's one. <laughs> do you know do you know do you know why Do you know why Satan was asking Jesus if truly you are the son of God? He was he said this man looks like somebody I know. Because in heaven Jesus was just a word. He was the word in heaven. Yes, he was the word in heaven. That's what the Bible says in John chapter 1 from verse 1 in the beginning was the word the word was there. and if you read and it said the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. So he became flesh when he came down in heaven. He was just a word. That's why when the devil looked at him, the Bible says the manifold wisdom of God which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. They did not know. They were just assuming this could be it. This could be maybe it's him. You know, they, they were, so he He was asking Jesus if truly you are the son of God turn the stone into bread. So anytime he sees a person he assumes say this could be it. Like see in Egypt now a prophecy was given that a savior is coming to deliver Egypt. So as soon as all the men Pharaoh heard it that boys are born he said kill all the boys. When Jesus was born, a prophecy was sent that a savior is coming. Herod said, "Kill all the boys. We don't know exactly which one, but let's kill randomly because we might end up killing the one." So anytime the enemy looks at you, he assumes you are the king. You are the savior of your family. So he fights you. That's why every firstborn of the family is always a target. You know why? Because they know that if a firstborn is empowered, the family is fine if the first fruit is good then the whole other fruit will be fine but as soon as the first fruit is under attack it attacks the whole fruit so if you are firstborn in your family please be alert be careful because the enemy has made you a prime target praise the lord look at Cain and Abel when god accepted say no 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 He was killing just randomly ran, randomly just to kill the seed because according to prophecy the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent so everyone that came he assumed was the seed of the woman Praise the Lord Amen so what we got to do we got to know we let all know that this world is not a friendly world And as soon as you give your life to Jesus Christ, you are on the other camp and this other camp is fighting you. Praise the Lord. So we have to be strong at all times and fight our battles on our knees and make sure that we win. All right, let me finish. Then the Bible says and over all the what? All the earth. You have power over everything that is on this earth. Whether you like it or not, you have power. Whether you like it or not, you have power over everything that's on this earth. Now you have to do what? Start exercising your authority. Exercising your authority. Come out in the middle of the night, command. This world is mine. This life 
is a beautiful life. In the middle of the night, come on, speak in the name of Jesus. I declare the word, the cloud, the climate, everything will obey me, will serve me. Ah, then you wake up in the morning, everything starts working for your good because you have already decreed. Somebody say amen. Somebody come and say, I have dominion. Say, I have the power of God. Say, I have the spirit of God in me. And I have authority. Can I get an amen here? Now say in the name of Jesus, whatever is meant for me is mine. Whatever is meant for me is mine. The devil won't take what is mine. The devil won't steal what is mine. The devil won't capture what is mine. I have dominion. Dominion over the fish of the sea, over the beds of the air, and over everything that creeped upon the earth. Stand on your feet, everybody. Kabahaya. One prayer we want to pray. Lord, you say, Lord, don't make me look like you if you not give me the power. Do you hear what I say? Yeah. Don't make me look like you if you will not give me your power. Because if you don't give me your power, they are going to come after me. They say, oh, that one looks like God. Kill him. That's his son. That one looks like Kill him. That's his son. Praise the Lord. Lift up your and say, my father, my father, as I begin to pray, don't make me look like you if you will not give me your power. Hey! You know what Moses said? Moses said, if you don't go with us, we are not going. In other words, they are looking the way they know us. They know us. So if you don't come with us, they will finish us. But come with me, oh God, so that they cannot say, my father, don't make me look like you. If you will not empower me, open your mind and pray for the power of God. Everybody, pray for the power of God. Pray for the power of God. Pray for the power of God. Pray